0: Hello, and welcome to the Broke PhD Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. G. This episode of Broke PhD Podcast will be part three of a three-part segment titled 13 Things I Wish I would Known Before Starting My PhD Program. If you have not done so already, please make sure you check out and listen to parts one and two. In the first part, I shared the first five things that I wish I would known, and the theme for those things was that of challenges. In the second part, I shared four more things that I wish I had known, and the theme for those things was that of connections. On this episode, I will share things 10 through 13, the final four things that I wish I had known before starting my PhD program. The theme that these four things collectively fall under is that of writing. All of these things in some way were connected to the area or topic of writing. The 10th thing that I wish I had known is that there is so much writing that goes into a PhD program. Of course, you will have your coursework and assignments for the classes that you're taking, but when it comes to writing your dissertation manuscript and even the proposal for the dissertation research, there is so much writing involved. I definitely was not fully prepared for just how much writing I would have to do throughout my PhD program. For my own dissertation manuscript, The final edit came out to be 278 pages, spanning five chapters. So just put that into perspective, that I sat there and wrote that much. I will say that I did not write it all at one time, but still compared to the 20-page essays or even the 30-page essays that I was used to prior, 200-plus pages was still a lot of material that I had to write. The 11th thing that I wish I'd known before starting my PhD program was that the process of writing was going to be a non-linear one. In my undergrad and master's program, I had become accustomed to getting an assignment, formulating my outline for the sections I would include in my paper, and then writing the paper from section to section. For my dissertation, however, it was a whole other ballgame. I actually started by writing the chapters out of order, and even the sections within each chapter were not written in a linear fashion. Now, for some of you listeners out there, you might already write your papers in a nonlinear fashion, and I think that's amazing that you already have that skill set. For me, it was something that I had to learn during my PhD process, but I have to say that it did aid me in making my writing sessions go even quicker. This also brings me to my 12th thing, which is that I wish I had known just how much the writing process would ebb and flow. There are going to be times where you are in the zone and the words are flowing and pouring from your brain, and you're typing your thoughts and your ideas onto the page as fast as possible, and you write this amazing piece of work and this amazing manuscript. But on the flip side, there's also going to be times that writer's block kicks in, and you're going to have a hard time trying to formulate even one singular idea or thought During those moments where you're experiencing writer's block, it may be beneficial just to step away from your assignment and take a break. I found that when I did encounter writer's block and I couldn't formulate a thought or an idea, I would just do something else and work on something else or read a manuscript or read a book or listen to a YouTube video and just give myself space from my assignment and from my paper. And then as I was doing other things, if any idea popped up, I would just jot it down in my notes on my phone or write it down on a piece of paper. So then when I was ready to focus on my manuscript or my assignment again, I would be able to pull from this bank of ideas with the hope that something would spark inspiration to aid me with finishing my manuscript or assignment. But in hindsight, it would have been beneficial for me to know that when writing a manuscript or writing a paper for an assignment, that I should just take my time and that there will be moments where I'm going to be in the zone and that there will be moments where I have major writer's block. The 13th and the last thing that I wish I'd known before starting my PhD program was just the overall importance of publication. During my program, I was fortunate to have one of my manuscripts published, and I'm going to put a plug out there, so feel free to check out my manuscript. It is published in the Journal of Black Studies, and it's titled Painting the Experience of Black Elementary School Teachers, a Portraiture Perspective Case Study. I'll have the citation down below so you can look that up and try to find the article. But I did not realize just how important publication was if you wanted to pursue a career in academia. Again, I am a first-generation doctorate earner, and so I did not have all of the background knowledge about what is important in the world of PhD programs. And so I entered into my program not really having the insight of how important publication is and how important it is to try to publish a manuscript before you finish your program. Program. Some students are able to accomplish this. Again, I was one of them, and some students are not. And so I really encourage you, listeners, that if you want to continue to stay or enter into the field of academia and you're going through your PhD program or you're going through your doctorate program, I encourage you to try to find as many opportunities for publication as possible. That if those opportunities are not presenting themselves within your program, try to find opportunities outside of your program. Try to connect with peers or connect with professors or volunteer in labs. Well, you'll have the opportunity to be a lead publisher or a co-author on a manuscript. After hearing these last four things that I wish I would have known, and if you've listened to the prior two episodes, after hearing the collective of the 13 things that I wish I would have known before starting my PhD journey... I call on you, the listeners, to pause and reflect about any additional things that you would add to this list. Again, I ask the question what should an individual know before beginning a PhD journey or beginning their PhD program? I ask you to please share your ideas via the podcast website, brokephdpodcast.com, or via any of the social media platforms. Again, if you have not done so already, please check out parts one and two of this three part segment and I hope that all of the things I have shared can aid you as you navigate along your doctoral or graduate school journey. Again, I will continue to shout this that I share my experiences with the hopes that even one listener out there can feel less alone. I know embarking on a graduate school journey or any type of educational journey is not an easy feat. Personally, I felt alone when going through this process, but it helped me when I was able to talk with peers and it allowed me to realize that others had similar thoughts or similar experiences as my own. I also call on you the listeners to share this podcast with your peers and to engage in conversation with your colleagues so that you all can navigate this journey collectively rather than feeling like you each are braving storms on your own. Well, that concludes this episode, but I am so excited to have you on this journey with me So please hit that subscribe button or that follow button, and feel free to check out the website, brokephdpodcast.com, to continue to follow along. Thank you for listening, and no matter where you are in your own journey, remember, you got this. Again, I am your host, Dr. G, and I hope you have a wonderful day.